What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Mind for Muscle podcast. I'm your host, Nick. And in today's episode, in today's Wisdom Wednesday episode, I want to talk to you guys a little bit about sequential skill acquisition. And that may sound like a little bit of an intimidating term, but it is essentially the path to mastery is this idea of sequentially adding skills over time in order to achieve any massive results that you want in your life. So on the Mind for Muscle podcast, we are talking about how to build your online fitness businesses. And so today I want to come talk to you about sequential skill acquisition in a language that you online fitness coaches can understand, which is the language of building your body. So when you jump into your physique journey, wanting to develop your best physique, there's obviously going to be some muscle groups that either you pay the most attention to or maybe they just grow the best naturally on you. So maybe fellas, when you got in the gym, you probably all you cared about were having big arms and a big chest. And so maybe like your first couple of years in the gym before you got too serious, you paid extra attention to those muscle groups, maybe doing a little bit more volume on those or training them more frequently. Maybe ladies, you train your glutes and hammies or maybe your glutes and shoulders a little bit more. And then, you know, other muscle groups kind of fell to the wayside. And then as you got like a couple years into your fitness journey, you recognize that you had these very strong muscle groups, but then you also had some weaker muscle groups. And so what did you do when you had those weaker muscle groups? You dialed things back on the strong muscle groups and you turned things up on the weak ones. And why did you do that? Because we only have a limited amount of time that we can spend at the gym. We only have a limited recovery capacity, right? So you can only do so much work over the course of a week that you can recover from before you get into overtraining, right? So you, in order to turn up the dial on certain other muscle groups, you had to turn down the dial on maybe those strong muscle groups or maybe those muscle groups that you just naturally were really good at. Like some of us, right, we have maybe short femurs and so we're just really strong squatters. But maybe we want to get a little bit better at deadlifting. And to get better at deadlifting, we need to do more deadlift volume. We need to do it more frequently. And in order to achieve that without overtraining, that means we have to do a little bit less squatting. Right. And so the same would be true if we were talking about building up certain muscle groups. So, like I said, fellas, if you get a couple years into your fitness journey, you realize, damn, I have huge arms and a big ass chest, but I got no legs and I got no back. Well, in order to do a little bit more legs and back to catch up to your arms and chest, uh, you might have to do a little bit less arms and chest. And that's just in the short term in order to develop a nice balanced physique, right? Because in order to achieve the look that you desire, in order to achieve your best, most balanced physique, you need to you know, have a little bit of everything and hopefully a lot of bit of everything, I think, is what most people would achieve or want to achieve rather. 
Same is true with you ladies. Like, you can't just have a huge butt. Sorry to break it to you, but like, you want to have nice arms, you want to have the shoulders and the back muscles, and you want it all to look proportional and balanced. And that is the same thing that you're after when it comes to building your business as well. You're not just a content creator, you're not just a coach. Like, as much as you got into this business, because you want to help people and change people's lives. And so you may be really good at the fulfillment part of things. If you're not getting leads in the door, if you're not getting new clients, if you're not able to convert those clients into sales, then your business is going to die out pretty quickly. And so what I want to talk about is this idea of sequential skill acquisition. So I'm going to assume that most of you guys were probably in-person personal trainers or you're just really passionate about health and fitness. And so when you decided that you were going to pursue online coaching, uh, or maybe if you're still deciding whether or not you're going to pursue online coaching, I'm assuming that you're coming into it pretty sure that you know how to get people results already because you probably got great results yourself. Maybe you've already helped some people if you're an in-person personal trainer. Uh, so you, you're confident when it comes to fulfillment, so i.e. like your actual coaching, and then you're probably pretty confident about your retention and ascension. So retention being your ability to keep clients coming back time after time after time, month after month after month, because you're a great coach. And then ascension would be your ability to actually take a client from maybe like a low or a mid-tier coaching. So like maybe you're just doing their nutrition, for example. And then once they start to see good results with you only doing some coaching, you're able to elevate them to even more coaching because you can say, hey, if you got these great results just doing nutrition with me, imagine if we also did your workouts and your nutrition, you would get XYZ results in XYZ time and it would be you know, this percentage faster and more efficient than what we've currently been doing because of you know all of these reasons. You guys know this because you're good coaches, right? So that is what how most people get into the game is they come into the game, they're good coaches, so their fulfillment, their retention, and ascension are on point. But they don't know how to get leads in the door. They don't know how to get their potential clients who exist somewhere on the internet onto their Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, TikTok, whatever pages you're using. Get them on those pages and see you as an authority, see you as somebody who has a solution to their painful problem and actually want to pay you money. So that is lead generation. And lead generation is a skill, and it's a skill that you haven't developed. So uh, like myself, using my own coaching journey, I had been coaching people since my sophomore year of college for free. So I had been coaching people for about three and a half years uh, before I decided to actually pursue online coaching as a viable job option. And so when I got started, I knew how to get people great results. In fact, I had been getting people great results for a long time. I had been a collegiate strength and conditioning coach. I had worked several 
internships working with lots of different people. And I had been online coaching for years as well. So like I knew how to get good results, but I had no idea how to get somebody from Facebook to pay me hundreds of dollars a month in order for me to coach them. In fact, I didn't even know how to get somebody to pay me hundreds of dollars a month because my clients were either clients of mine for free and then I started charging maybe like 75 or $100 a month. And, you know, most recently I had clients signing on with me for $750 a month. So how did I get to that point? I got to that point through sequential skill acquisition. So as hard of a pill as this is to swallow, if you're a good coach already, you need to actually take a step back from focusing on being a good coach. And I know that sounds shitty, but we are in business now. This is no longer personal training where all you have to do is just show up and help people because you need to get the leads in the, in the door yourself. You need to get on the phone on these sales conversations and you need to, you need to be able to guide people to a powerful and heart-centered decision about their health and fitness with you. You need to acquire the skills necessary in order for you to sustain a business and in order for you to get clients in the door. So that might mean that instead of investing your money into a new certification or uh, getting up to date on the latest research, you take some of your money and you invest it into somebody who can teach you how to create effective content that gets people to actually want to work with you. You know, maybe you hire my friends Matthew Burbridge and Perry Power who teach you how to leverage your story. Or you hire uh, one of my most recent coaches, uh, Jacqueline Yvette, who is a marketing mentor specifically, right? And so you learn how to emotionally draw people in with your story. You learn how to powerfully convey to people why you are the authority in your space and somebody who can get them great results like Jackie teaches you. And then once you have that mastered, then maybe you move on to lead nurturing and sales. So there are coaches who specifically deal with sales. Like I myself, I think that sales is one of the strongest things I have going for me. Uh, my friend Ben Gower is another coach who coaches specifically in sales. Brad Newman, uh, I would consider my coach, Jake Kaufman, somebody who's extremely well-versed in sales. And then as far as lead nurturing goes, my old business coach, Will Schiller, absolute expert in this. Uh, the reason that my business was as successful as it was is because of my lead nurturing process. So uh, lead nurturing is another field that maybe you just want to double down on that. And so you kind of like add these little skills over time. And then what you might find is maybe you become a fucking savage business person. You've got your lead gen and marketing down. So you're getting people on your page who are potential, you know, ideal potential clients consistently. They're liking your posts. They're commenting. They're interacting. They're sending you DMs instead of you having to send them DMs. And then, you know, you're getting them in some sort of lead nurturing process, moving them from cold to warm to hot leads, being able to give them more and more value on a consistent basis, getting them bought into your philosophies and ideologies. And then you're a straight up savage on sales calls. You're no longer scared about the sales call. You're no longer feeling like a car salesman, feeling pushy and shovey, but you're truly just helping 
to lead and guide people to powerful heart-centered decisions about working with you. And then when you get to that point, maybe you do realize that, hey, like my coaching could actually be better. And that is actually the point that I got to. So I worked with uh, two business mentors. I kind of got like the business side of things down. And then in like February of this year, when I first started working with my mindset coach, Jake, Jake helped me realize that there was a whole new area of coaching that I got to add to my own coaching. And I just wanted to make my coaching that much better. And then when I added this mindset component to my coaching, it just made things completely different. I had an offer that was completely different from anybody else in the space. There was nobody who could do what I did for my clients. I was the best bar none. And that is kind of what I'm coming into the business coaching space now is recognizing that when you work with me, you are going to have a fucking identity shift. You're going to experience massive growth as a person, which will only carry over to your business. And that's why I'm here to change the industry, right? So the point of this being, guys, is in order for you to develop your best physique, there were some natural there were some things that you are naturally good at just in the same way that when you got started in fitness coaching you were probably naturally good at getting people results because you came into it with educations and certification and a passion but you probably didn't know shit about business and so just in the same way that ladies maybe had to lay off the glute work a little bit or fellas you had to train chest a little bit less so that you can bring up those lagging body parts you may have to do the same thing in your business. And it might mean that you don't get to re-up on your precision nutrition certification. Or maybe you don't invest in that, you know, uh, like mass, the, the monthly journal that Greg Knuckles puts out. Like maybe you don't re-up on your education, your knowledge, and maybe it's time for you to make an investment in your personal growth or in a mentor who can help you create better content or convert more consistently on sales or sell higher ticket packages so that you can build a well-balanced, well-rounded machine of a business in the same way that you trained a little bit less chest to train your legs a little bit more to have a more proportional and balanced physique. And so that is really what sequential skill acquisition is all about. It's about adding these skills in some sort of a sequence that makes sense that allows you to eventually reach the level of mastery because if all you're if all you have going for you in your fitness coaching business is that you're a great coach i hate to tell you this because this was one of the hardest truths for me to understand being a good coach is not good enough i'm going to say that one more time being a good coach is not good enough And that fucking sucks. And I wish it was different. I really do. I wish that the best coaches just had the the biggest businesses and made the most money and had the most impact and influence and all that stuff. But it's just not the way that business works, right? I mean, Walmart doesn't have the best products, but Walmart is a multiple billion dollar company. Right, So the same is going to be true of the online fitness coaching business. So as much as I know you just want to be the best coach in the world, 
you have to be a good enough coach and then you have to go out and you have to learn these other skills. And that might, that might mean that you even have to take a back seat in making sure that your coaching is the best. As long as you can get people results, you get to start investing into these other areas of your life. And then once you get that stuff straightened out, you can always go back and become an even better coach. Because when I came into the game, I knew that I was a great coach, but I still had room to grow. But before it made sense for me to invest in becoming a better coach again, I had to at first invest in the things that were going to make my business better. So anyways, guys, a uh, little bit of a longer episode today, but this topic is super important. This was one of the hardest lessons that I had to learn in my own business journey was realizing that it's not good enough to just be a good coach. And if I want to build a sustainable business, I need to work on the other parts of business to create a well-balanced machine and when you do have that well-balanced machine it's a beautiful thing because then you do get to spend more time doing what it is you love which ultimately I'm assuming you got into this because you want to coach and you want to make an impact and that's beautiful that's what I'm here for is to help you out so that you can have more income more impact more influence and be able to just change a lot of lives that's what we're all here for so thank you guys so much for tuning in. I hope this episode was helpful and I will talk to you guys in tomorrow's episode.